Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering The Witch, which came out in 2015. And this is another listener request. You're going to be hearing this a lot. Oh, yeah. We have many requests. <laughs> many, many. Good many. problem to have. But, we like this. <laughs> uh, but this was requested by Gopher Unboxing on YouTube. So thank you so much for the request. We appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And uh, But before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. Yes. Today, once again, we are sharing the same kind of tea. Or drinking the same kind of tea, rather. And it is from Plum Deluxe, our affiliate. And it is the Portland Rose City Chai. Says, sip a bit of organ in your cuppa. <laughs> That's cute. So, uh, it has black tea, ruibos tea, uh, organ rose petals, cardamom, ginger, cinnamon, lemongrass, blackberry, and almond essence. This one does contain almond and is low caffeine. So for those of you with an almond or nut allergy, this would not be the tea for you. But it does smell amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because I was telling Jess, like, it's funny because I opened the tea and put the, the tea in the, the thing, which we didn't do as much tea this time. So hopefully, I'm being careful. Okay. Hopefully. I just see it sloshing closer and closer to the edge. Hopefully uh, it won't be as strong so we can get a more balance of flavors. Yeah. But like I went over to Jess, I'm like, smell it. It smells so good. It does smell really good. The rose really comes through. What's interesting is it doesn't smell like your typical... I'm being careful. I promise. I know I'm accident prone, but I am an adult. Every time mostly. you move, it gets like real close on the outside. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it doesn't smell like your typical chai tea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like I smell the rose, but I also smell it was a cinnamon or some sort of spice. Yeah, there's cinnamon, there's cardamom, um, ginger, lemongrass, blackberry. Yeah, the ginger, and then the. I think I can get a hint of the lemongrass. That's a lot of flavors. I'm, That's a lot. I'm excited yeah. to mm -hmm. taste this. It smells... But ooh. it is, like, super freshly brewed, so we're going to have to give it a minute. <laughs> yeah, like, it... This smells... Like, I like the scent of this very similar to Reading Nook. Like, not mm -hmm. the same flavor, but I like the flavor or the smell profile, too. So mm -hmm. we'll see if this is going to be another favorite. Yeah. Uh, we are obsessed with the Reading Nook one. Yes. So it's going to be hard to top that. But give us a gallon <laughs> and we will yes. be happy. It'll Just a, a huge <laughs> container. Oh, God, I touched the thing. Don't do it. <laughs> Just a huge container of it and we would be so happy. Yes. <laughs> But thank you, Plum Deluxe, for allowing us to continue to do what we love. We really appreciate it. And for fueling our addiction. <laughs> yes, for fueling our uh, addiction. We're addicted to horror movies and tea. Yes. <laughs> we just need someone to give us free horror movies. Yes. <laughs> we'll be good. <laughs> but um, anyone, anyone? <laughs> anyway, for our tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. 
So for, it's like, I, I keep on wanting to say something different besides so for. Yeah. But. Did you say the summary? No, I'm, I'm literally about oh, to okay. say Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you were going into entertainment. My mind is. No, because I, I always say so for, like, and then insert movie. And I'm like, I need to yeah. change that up. I don't know what else this to say. Fine. It's so this, natural. I, I blame it on the food, the need for food. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, we, can, we hunger. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. we need to wrap this we up. Can, we can continue. <laughs> Our food is... This is fine. We can Anyways, continue. so for The Witch, this is a historically accurate horror movie where these... They're not pilgrims at this point. They are... Settlers. Settlers, thank you. Mm-hmm. A much more appropriate word. Yes. They, um, the, this family is kicked out of a settlement because the father has more extreme views than what the, the settlement church, um, thinks is appropriate. And the... Um, so they, they go out into the wilderness and build their home. And it, it kind of, it's like you, it kind of starts when the the baby gets taken away. And it's just, it's hard to explain. It's just, it kind of goes down further deep where like different stuff is happening. They're trying to figure out what's going on. The mother starts blaming the daughter, thinking she's a witch. And just craziness ensues. That's all you need to know. <laughs> so for entertainment, this this movie honestly is very hard to discuss because it is extremely historically accurate, which whenever we get to the realism, you'll you'll hear my spiel about that. But because of that, they literally are speaking a language where you're like, I hear English. But it's very hard for me to comprehend what it does it's not said. compute. Yes. <laughs> the subtitles do help. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you're able to watch it with subtitles, please do it. Recommend. It a lot. <laughs> so I would personally give this a five. The reason being is the... the That's in- surprising. What? I'm shocked. Well, it's like, it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like, it's not a go-to movie for me. Especially if I'm feeling like watching a horror movie. Mm-hmm. But it's like I, I can really appreciate what the the director was trying to go yeah. for. So it, it's a very tough movie for me. So it's like mm-hmm. I just, I had to put it down the middle. It's like I have watched this movie multiple times and I do appreciate it more a little bit each time. But it's because I dig into like the history of the movie. And honestly... I remember when we very first watched the movie, yeah. the trailer was very deceptive. It was. Of how, what to expect. And because of that, like, it, if I were to rate the movie after one watch and going based off of the trailer, I would have given it, like, a two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. those were my feelings the first time we watched it. I was so excited for it. And after that preview, and then we watched it, and it was just not what we were expecting, not what we were shown. It was... Yeah. I was so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I but was so mad. <laughs> kind of fleshing out more on the director slash writer's intention, mm-hmm. 
he's just very passionate about this time period and then the witch trials and stuff like that. So he wanted a movie to be uh, about witches to be as historically accurate as possible. Like even in the, the title screen, witch, it's with two V's is because the witch pamphlet at that time was spelled with two V's. I think it's just a part of like old English at yeah. that time. Um, but this is known as an elevated horror uh, movie, which essentially is a, sh- a subgenre where it's a mixture of art and horror. So instead of having like these super scary moments, they focus more on like the ambiance, like the lighting, the soundtrack, the you know the atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, like all of that is supposed to make the it scary. So it's like I I can definitely appreciate the director's passion in making it as historically accurate as possible, not going into the realism too much, but he actually had historians come onto this. Well, I don't think it was onto the set, but I think he had them review the movie after they had filmed some scenes and even like historians that are uh, watch the movie to comment on it. And like some articles I saw, there are only two things that weren't historically accurate. I'm just saying that that's freaking impressive. You don't, you don't come across movies like that very Mm -hmm. often. This is definitely, at least to me personally, more art than horror because there's a lot of repeating themes in the movie like repressiveness versus independence with the daughter versus the very religious father, Um, uh, nature versus civilization, Um, you get a sense of isolation. Um, Honestly, with the ambiance, I feel like that's what it does best is it does feel very, very isolating. the I will say just just as the viewer, whenever Thomason, the daughter, starts getting accused of being a witch when she really didn't do anything, um, it is you feel very frustrated for that character because you're like they're being stupid, like they're just blaming her. But it's like you know thinking about the history and the rich witch trials and things like that. It was very much like that oh, yeah. where. They either didn't like the person or I know that I randomly read this book talking about the history of the witch trials. And there's a repeating theme where it tended to be women that were that didn't have husbands that owned Mm -hmm. land. And so uh, there's a theory that maybe it was uh, to help. uh, It's like a misogynistic type Mm -hmm. of act and. Just, there's a lot of different theories, and I'm sure that it, there's not just one answer. It's a multitude. It was probably a mix. Yeah. yeah. But, um, Mixed but bag. It, yeah. But it kind of feeds into what the, the book that I read um, was also saying. The music score is eerie and pretty good at creating an uncomfortable uh, atmosphere and feeling, at least for me. Overall, it's a movie I'll watch if I want something more artful, but not if I want, like, a scary movie. It's like this movie, the IMDb rating for this is 6.9 out of 10, which I am was extremely surprised by because this seems like a very niche film. Yes, like, definitely. I just feel like the majority of people that watch this film, if, if they're just going in with a certain, like, intention of wanting to be scared... They're going to just be confused. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't watched the movie yet, uh, 
don't just take what we're saying, also do some digging into the mm-hmm. history because I feel like that would make the make it a little bit more enjoyable. But yeah, for me, it's like the the director did fulfill his intentions because there's a like an interview with him and all the stakes and uh, that he went through to make sure that it was his vision. He obviously accomplished what he wanted to accomplish, but it was more him producing his vision than producing a movie that an audience than producing a movie for an audience, I should say. So it's kind of more like a piece of art that you're like, okay, let me go see what his intentions were or what his this director's masterpiece is versus, oh, I'm just going to sit down and watch a movie. It's a little bit, it's kind of a complicated film. It is. Yeah. But anyways, I'm curious what you are going to rate it. So this is the second time I've seen this film. The first time I was very upset because the trailer made it seem like it was going to be a lot darker and a lot, um, I guess, more magical, I guess, Mm -hmm. I suppose. (laughs) Because it is the witch. So I expected, I don't know, witchcraft (laughs) throughout the whole movie upon the first viewing. But... I was I was angry <laughs> when I first saw it. Understandably, because I, I yeah, trailers. <laughs> so can... we were deceived, <laughs> but I feel like it does get better after multiple viewings. I feel like once you know what you're going to get going into it, I feel like it's a little bit better, and you can pick up on different things a bit more. So I give it a six. Oh, that's why I was so surprised by yours. I felt like you enjoyed it more than I did still, but it's oh, I I get where he was wanting his film to go. I get his vision and he did accomplish it and it's decent, but I view it more as a tragedy instead of a horror film. Yeah. Just with what happens with Thomason and why she goes that direction, it's it's tragic how she was pushed into it. And she was pushed into it. But this movie, it's a movie of missed opportunities, in my opinion. <laughs> Again, I get his vision and he did accomplish it. I just feel like he could have still accomplished it while putting in more elements of horror, actual horror, or even just witchcraft in general like we could have had more scenes that involved the wildlife in the area it was such a quiet movie for them being right next to the forest like we didn't get as much ambient sounds of the forest in general as i feel like it should have gotten i feel like we should have they mentioned a wolf and they thought it was a wolf that took the baby well we could have when it was night in the movie, heard in the background distant wolf howls or things of the like. You could have heard the insects in the area, crickets chirping more. Like, you could have heard birds chirping more. It was just, it was a very quiet movie. And I know that played a lot into the isolation feeling 
and them being banished from that community. I get that. And that was a nice move. But I feel like they could have played up the silence more in some scenes and use the natural sounds of the woods nearby to really play up the eeriness. So when everything is calm and everything's fine, you hear the ambient sounds. But like when a predator is nearby, everything goes quiet. So when witchy stuff is happening, it could just be dead silence. And I think that would have really added to the feeling of, of something unnatural going on or something very unnerving happening. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was a missed opportunity. I also feel like they could have made it a bit more artful or a bit more commentary with the art if each one of the characters represented a specific sin Because at one point, the father mentioned, my sin is pride. And the mother was clearly wrath. (laughs) The older brother was lust, for obvious reasons, which were super uncomfortable. Understandable. He's a kid about to go through puberty. And she is the only, like, his sister is the only female close to his age (laughs) in the area. (laughs) Because they've been banished. He's curious. I get it. It's gross. But I get it. (laughs) Um, At one point, Thomason said that she had been neglectful of her duties. She'd been uh, lazing around and playing on the Sabbath and things like that. So she could have been sloth. But they didn't really take it any further with any of the other characters. So even if you... Um, don't include the baby if the baby was the innocence lost they could have made the witch gluttony so I feel like that was a bit of a missed opportunity there as well just personally Um, I also feel like it would have been a lot more enjoyable and a little more true to what the preview tried to convey if they added more elements of witchcraft, like I said before, if we saw more snakes in the area, if we saw more spiders, which I would have hated, but it would have added to it. It would have, admittedly, sadly, um, more bugs, like with the sounds and things. Um, They mentioned rot with their crops, but you didn't really see it. You didn't see the the tainted food or anything like that. You didn't see them really struggling with the harvest, even though they mentioned it a few times. You didn't see tainted land or anything wrong with it or animals avoiding that area or anything of that like. And I really think that would have added to it. So, I mean, really all you saw as far as witchcraft was the naked lady and on occasion the entrails of different things. So I also counted off for dog death because Fowler didn't deserve that, (laughs) but you all knew that was coming. (laughs) That always impacts the score for me. (laughs) But I just feel again that this whole movie, while it was done very well, it could have been better. So I feel like they could have capitalized on the different opportunities and they just fell a little short of it. Personally, he did achieve his vision. (laughs) I just feel like he could have played it up a little for the audience to actually feel like there is witchcraft going on. Yeah, and that's the difficult thing about reading this particular movie. Because it's like, on the one hand, he did accomplish his vision 
Um, but it's like if you want to play for the audience or, you know, have the movie um, play a little bit more towards the audience, there's additional thing that definitely mm-hmm. could have been done. Yeah. The language was fine. The... The shots. <laughs> the language was fine. Yeah. <laughs> There's no swearing. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, using the period. I know. I know. I speech just, and vernacular. That was fine. Like, out. I get it. <laughs> and it's nice and it helps with the immersion that they don't break that at any point. A lot of the, the angles and the shots that they use are very artful and I like that. And they did a very good job with that. But it just feels, again, like it's lacking just a little bit. Yeah. So, it's good. And again, if you haven't watched it before, don't watch the preview first. No. You will get the wrong idea. Um, Go into it. It's better to go into it blind with this movie instead of watching the preview first. Yeah. And that's... I feel like that's very true with a lot of movies lately. (laughs) Like, they often show the best parts in the preview and it drives yeah. me nuts <laughs> or they or they misconstrue like in this case yeah what or they show actually... too much yeah but... you've basically watched the movie there with the trailer yeah so it's i got some views on trailers <laughs> anyway that's all i've got on the entertainment itself um we'll get to a lot of the the other stuff that I take issue with in the realism, which actually isn't as much as I was expecting. So, cool. so. yeah. Well, so the realism for me, um, I would rate it an eight. Ooh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it is because the director took a painstaking care in the realism. Like he, he was the director as well as the writer for the film and he literally, like, researched Old English. I think it's considered Old English at that point. But he but he pretty much had to learn a separate language because the, the way that English was used back then was just so different. Uh, and so the fact that, I mean, who knows how many hours he had to spend, like, fully understanding the language to be able to write the script... Um, and it's like, I do find as far as like the realisticness or the historic realisticness, I should say, it did feel, uh, it was at least immersive to me uh, in that regard where it's like, it's almost like, I don't know, it's kind of, it's almost like watching a foreign film in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Before you get to your next point. Yeah. Please try the tea. (laughs) I feel like it could use just a hint more sweetness. Yeah. Just a hint, though. Not much at all. Like, you get a good amount of spice from, like, the cinnamon Mm -hmm. and cardamom. But it almost has, like, a vanilla back note. It's kind of like a vanilla chai. Yeah. And I am getting a little bit more chai flavor. Yeah. Drinking it. Yeah. This is good. Honestly, I could actually take this a little bit stronger. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Man. <laughs> we'll find that balance. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm sure it also depends on the tea. It does. Too. Like, we literally have to take the tea and be like, how strong does this particular yeah. one taste? But but it's it's good. I like it. Yeah. It's nice. I still like the Reading Nook one a little better. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah the Reading Nook is still but this, a favorite. This might be a close second. Yeah. I'm, uh, I have to think about, it's like, I'm 
drank so many. I feel like this is like a midsummer. Yes. Kind of drink at night. Not at night. That's yeah. black tea. That's a lot of caffeine. So. Oh. Just the flavor profile yeah. reminds me of like sitting by like a fire pit at night. Yeah. Preferably with some um, some kind of mosquito repellent, but because yeah. <laughs> this is Texas, yes, but we've got mosquitoes the size of birds here. Oh. <laughs> anyway, okay, sorry, <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> um, but as far as like how authentic the the movie is, um, the the clothes were like hand sewn. The, the buildings, like, they actually had, would it be an architecture? But they had someone that was an expert in historical buildings at that time to build the set. And the they do a lot of references to the lore, like the black ram or black goat. And um, I, I'm sure that the raven, ooh, that scene. I'm sure the raven was a reference to something too, but I'm not sure. But, um, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of lore, but it's, he kind of sneaks in the lore where, unless if you're very familiar with that, uh, type of history, you probably won't understand. Um, so it's like, it, the movie takes some, some digging around, but the, the only two things that were historically inaccurate was first the Wicks and the candles were too bright, but they had to triple wick the candles so it would be bright enough on the set for us to be able to see. And I mean, even then, it's still a pretty dark film. It is. Um, and the I know one of the historians I was reading said that there's they were missing some lore about white witches, uh, which I, I, I very... Uh, I skimmed what they're saying. It sounded like there's, there's like white witches were like the more um, good witches, mm-hmm. but it's like I would think they were that, the more accepted. They were often herbalists. Yeah. So, but it's like I feel like that's a little bit nitpicky because mm-hmm. for that particular what was going on in the movie, it didn't seem like it was necessary for that it, to be brought up. It wasn't. It wouldn't have really made that much sense in context. Yeah. They were dealing with dark forces. They didn't yeah. necessarily need to mention the light forces. Yeah, so it's like, in my personal opinion, it seems like the the least historically mm-hmm. accurate part is literally the the candles are too bright, which, yes. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you can't, you, people have to be able to see the movie. Yes. Um, and then also the, later down the line, the, the injuries with like, or the, you know, the brother sickness and then... Um, the the father getting hurt and stuff like that. I felt like overall we're pretty realistic. The brother where he like sits up and he's saying his prayer and then he like goes back and dies. I feel like, I mean, unless if he is like so delusional that he like with the last of his strength he got up. But it's mm-hmm. like I don't know that was that to me was the iffiest part as far as like Desco. Uh, Whereas, like, he would sit up, say his prayer for a, a decent amount of time, and then he, like, leans back and then dies. It's just kind of like, okay. But who knows? I, I have heard that 
sometimes people who are dying, they'll have a last burst Mm -hmm. of energy for their body attempting to keep them alive. And then all of that energy is exerted. And then that's when they... Yeah, it's the flood of adrenaline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's, that's all I got for realism. I feel like overall... Very good movie uh, as far as, like, realism goes. A few uh, questionable things, but it's like I'm not an expert in those particular things, so maybe I'm I'm wrong about it not being realistic there. So, yep. So I'm about to give one of the highest ratings for realism that I've ever given. Oh, my God. I'm going to give it a seven. Oh, that's pretty good, though. Yes, that's really good. Especially really good. Yes. <laughs> I am a nitpicker when it comes to realism. So for this to be that accurate and that realistic, bravo. Again, he did put a lot of effort into making this historically accurate and realistic. So he did a really, really good job there. There are just a few things like, <laughs> that I take some issue with. <laughs> just a little bit. So when they were banished and they found a new location when they're banished from the community they take all of their supplies with them and everything but building a house like that takes time and for them to do it just as the family when you gotta know the younger kids are not gonna be helpful at all (laughs) That would have taken a lot of time. Plus, they also had to start sowing seeds and everything for the harvest because they're having to grow everything they can to store as much as they can to feed themselves in the current present time and for winter. And they're going to have to save as much as they can for winter because they're not going to be able to really grow anything during that time, most likely. So they're also going to have to rely on hunting and trapping, which they showed a little bit of effort with trapping. Um, Not that much, though, not as much as they should have. But that's a huge undertaking, even for a family of five. And again, the younger kids were no help whatsoever. I guess it'd be a family of six with the baby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It just really, doesn't last very long. So. I kind of <laughs> included that with the mother, honestly, because the baby's going to be attached to the mother for the most Fair. part. Yeah. Or is going to be passed on to one of the other kids. Um, so for them to, to be able to, one, build that house that well, which they would have to gather all of the materials, then put it all together, which is, again, is a huge undertaking. And be able to plant that area with enough produce to be able to harvest it currently and for the winter in that shorter time. Because it sounded like it was less than a year. So it just, the timeline didn't really make that much sense to me. And I know they're super motivated and that's literally all they have to do. That, I mean, for each day, like that's their project. They don't like go commute to jobs or anything that is their job (laughs) like surviving is their job but it still just doesn't make that much sense to me Mm -hmm. so that seemed a little off also if they're trying to imply that a naked old lady (laughs) 
came up to Thomason and the baby, making zero noise, and then taking the baby, and the baby not making a peep when it was taken by an unfamiliar stranger, and then them both disappearing from that area, again, soundlessly, before Thomason could look up and even glimpse what was going on. I'm calling BS. I'm, I'm calling bull. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, if she used witchcraft <laughs> to magic him away, then they wouldn't have had the little weeds in that direction of the woods moving like someone had just run past there. Oh, uh, we can finish the episode. You're just going to be angry because our food was canceled. <sighs> it's never a good idea to mess with my food. No. We gained the, the hangry stage. Mm-hmm. I don't play when it comes to food. Anyway, where the frick was I now? I did appreciate when, um, I forget his name, the oldest boy was having, you know, fever and everything like that when he returned from the witch's cottage or whatever, her dwelling. Um, they made an incision by his temple for bloodletting. That was a common practice feel like that was definitely a bad idea since his immune system, his poor immune system was already taxed. But it was a common practice and they used it quite often for situations like this. They thought it was um, getting the bad blood out and um, it would help them get a fighting chance when actually it, it cost more harm than good. Yeah. But that is fairly accurate. I do see him being super delusional, especially since he was so feverish and all. Um, it was his brain was basically on fire. <laughs> so I get it. Um, what I don't get was the parents not noticing that when they were accusing Thomason of being a witch and you must pray to prove that you're not a witch, she was praying. Yeah. Quite fervently, along with them, but you know who wasn't praying? The two younger siblings. That that's why I was so frustrated. That like, they never made mention of. Because like a part of the lore is if you're a witch, you can't say the Lord's prayer. Yeah, and she was saying it. She was saying it just fine, and she was getting mad at the two younger siblings for not even attempting to say it. But they were also the younger kids were saying it hurts. Which was another part of the lore, was that hearing those things, if you were either a witch or infested with demons, hearing the Lord's prayers and all would cause harm. Or at the very least make them uncomfortable. <laughs> and they were. <laughs> they then started to have fits, which again, they never mentioned. <laughs> the parents weren't like, oh wait... Maybe they were lying and they were the bad ones and Thomason is good. Mm. No. <laughs> Let's not mention it at all. <laughs> so that was infuriating. Yeah. And didn't make that much sense that they didn't even question that, you know, maybe something else is going on with their their two currently youngest since the baby but, was gone. And then it ended up that the kids were faking anyways. Yeah. Because they're not a witch. And then Thomason is like... You don't want me to be a witch? Fuck it. I'm going to be a witch. Yeah. So it just, it didn't make sense. I, 
I do see the older siblings getting annoyed with the younger siblings and playing tricks on them. That's what siblings do. That's, I mean, that's a human thing. <laughs> no matter what age, <laughs> throughout history, siblings are going to mess with each other. Um, but I just, I didn't understand that the parents weren't like, hold up. <laughs> Thomason is saying the prayer, this is fine, but what about these other two heathens? Yeah, no. Um, I feel like the, uh, the dad boarding them into the, the shed with the goats was a bit extreme. Yeah. But okay. Um, how the, the old lady got in there, though, when the place was completely boarded up was interesting, which I guess... You could say that was witchcraft. <laughs> but it didn't make that much sense when in the morning, once everything had happened, there were boards everywhere. Like the place had basically exploded. Like there was an explosion from the inside. And then the little kids were just gone. Oh, yeah. They were gone. Like I didn't I didn't notice any bodies of the younger ones. I don't know if you did. It looked like only goats mutilated goats so where did the little demon kids go <laughs> it just i was confused by that so i wish we had a, had a little bit of an explanation there and again that would have made a lot of noise <laughs> basically exploding outwards and boards everywhere and blood and guts everywhere and you can't tell me those goats didn't make a lot of racket when they were being mutilated but okay yeah. And nobody heard it. The parents didn't hear it at all. Um, I can see the goat. The goat was already aggressive. They had shown that before when the, the younger kids were playing with him and the dad had to get in between them and all. But I feel like they could have shown that a little bit more as well. That it wasn't just a, he's kind of aggressive and might headbutt you or something, but... Then he goes straight to, I'm a murder this dude mm -hmm. with my horns. <laughs> with my horns. <laughs> with my points. So, <laughs> with my stabbies. <laughs> my head stabbies. <laughs> but it seems um, like it amped up a little fast there. But, I mean, it is an animal, so stuff like that does occur. It just seemed a little bit off. Um, but, yeah, that... That's basically what I have for the realism. I do definitely see... You can see the progression of Thomason going to that life by the end of it very, very easily. Because if you're told that you're bad or wicked or horrible often enough, especially by the people that you look up to and you really love, mm -hmm. you're going to believe it eventually, unfortunately. So for her to, to turn to that life, it was because she had no other option, really. Yeah. They had already been banished by the community, the closest community. She wasn't really going to be able to make it on her own to another community, most likely. And honestly, if she did, if she did, she likely wouldn't have gotten much charity. Yeah, especially in those times. Is in those times. Yeah. And her being a young woman. She was offered the best option there, unfortunately. So that's what she went with. <laughs> yeah. 
but it's it's not really a surprise by that point which is why it's such a tragedy like it didn't have to end that way it wasn't her fault but her mom's grief turned to her projecting blame onto her and then it kind of spiraled down from there so but yeah that's that's what i got so bravo for getting that high a a realism score out of me yeah it's not often that's yeah like if you don't mind artful films i feel like it it is definitely worth Mm -hmm. the watch because of the the atmosphere and then the historical accuracy but if you hate like art type of or artistic films then you're probably going to hate this. Yeah. So, It's not a scary film. No. It's kind of sad. It's like eerie and uncomfortable in times. It can that's be. that's the extent. Yeah. Especially with the dog. Fowler did not deserve that. No. Poor pup. But <laughs> thank you for joining us today and comment on what you thought of the movie. If you would like to request a movie or recommend some tea... Uh, You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or uh, most places that you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to support us monetarily, we do have a donate button and some merch as well on our Teespring. All of the sites mentioned will be linked down below along with our affiliate link for Plum Deluxe. Again, that affiliate link, it will not change the price of the tea. It just gives us a small commission when you do use that link. And we do appreciate it. It fuels our endeavors with this podcast. So until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye.